Why are we so consumed with the here and now? Why do we continuously have to relearn the same lessons over and over again? Like children who just don't understand, who won't listen. Like sheep who can't hear their shepherd's voice. Good morning, Christian America. As we head into this week, this brand new week to start our lives on the right track, we're going to talk about why is it that we keep looking to other places for, these, for enduring solutions? Why do we keep looking towards the world? Why do we keep looking towards earthly items to find peace, to find healing when it can't be found, it can't be given? Why do we keep looking to the world for purpose and meaning when it doesn't exist there? Let's look at scripture. Let's look at what Christ says. Let's look at the examples that he gives us as we head into this new week. Let's get right into it. Good morning. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American Community and the Christian American T-Shirt Company. We're coming, we're coming to you again this Monday as we come to you every Monday here on the Good Morning Christian America podcast to give you a little bit of inspiration, remind you after the long weekend, as you head into this Monday, as you head into your vocation, as you head into your education, as you make your way in this world this week, to, it's time uh, to remember that you have a duty you have a calling, you have a responsibility, you have, a, you have been commanded by Christ, knowing what you know, saying that you believe in Him, that you call yourself a Christian, that you live in this country, you are a Christian American, you have a responsibility to spread His Word, to live your life right, yes. In addition to that, you, you are commanded to spread His Word, to get the Word of God out into the world to make believers of all nations and how do we do that we do that by living an inspired life a Christ inspired life one that no matter what comes at us we put Christ first in our lives and any trial any tribulation any challenge any problem that you face you have to recognize that you have to turn to Christ first and when when others around you have problems, when others around you have challenges that they face in their lives, when other, others around you have obstacles that they come on, that they, that they approach, and they don't know what to do, they don't know where to turn, and they're looking for advice because that's what we do as humans. When, when we run into a problem that we, maybe we've never seen before, we don't know how to fix, we tend to look to our left and to our right, to our brothers and our sisters, those closest to us, those who we work with, those who maybe we respect, those who we, we see as mentors or as leaders or, or just friends and family. We look to them and, 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 we, and we try to seek out answers. And if you're one of those people who others seek out, you have a responsibility, you have a duty to do your best for them. And there is no better way to help them in whatever problem they're facing than to guide them towards scripture, to guide them towards Christ, to, to introduce Christ to them if they've never been introduced. And if they have been introduced and maybe they've gone by the wayside, it's time to reintroduce Christ to them. And maybe they call themselves Christian Americans as well because sometimes we fall and we fail and we forget we forget that the, that the true source of healing, the true source of 
peace, the true source of knowledge and of goodness and of righteousness is in Scripture. It's in Christ. It's our belief and our faith. Many of us forget that from time to time. And if, and if you have someone that you know who has fallen into that trap, it's, it's incumbent upon you. It's a responsibility that on your shoulders that you have to guide them towards Christ, guide them towards Scripture, because it's in these lessons that the Bible fixes us. It fixes us. It gives us something to ascribe to. It gives us a goal to aspire to. It gives us uh, the knowledge of the truth, the way to live, the life to live in Christ Jesus. So there isn't a problem that Christ can't handle. There isn't a problem that Scripture can't direct your actions towards to, to help you, to help you find peace, to help you find meaning, to help you find purpose, to help you find whatever it is that, Ill, that ails you. It's so sad, though, that far too many times we forget these lessons. We forget these lessons of Christ. We forget that He has the power to heal. Now, there are problems that come along in your life where your friend can give you the solution. There are problems and obstacles that come along in your life where your employer can give you a solution, where your friends or family or your mother or father, even your kids, depending on what it is, can give you the solution that you are looking for. But the true problems, the real problems, the deep problems, the, the, the obstacles and the challenges that, that haunt us, that affect us in our soul, in our being, when all the lights are turned out, that we know exist, that we know these problems that plague us, there is only one solution for those type of problems. And that's Christ. That's Jesus. It's the Word of God. It's the belief in Him that He has saved us. And how do I know that? Well, it's pretty simple because Scripture tells me so. If you have your Bible handy, or if you don't, write this down, remember this. Okay? Luke chapter 9, verse 37. Luke 9, 37 is about a, a boy, a, a man who's coming to Jesus, who has a son that is possessed by demons. And he, he's gone everywhere to try to find a solution. And nothing can fix his son. Nothing can fix it. He even goes to the apostles. He goes to the followers of Christ. He says, the man called out, teacher, I beg you to look at my son for he is my only child. A spirit seizes him and he suddenly screams. It throws him into convulsions so that he foams at the mouth. It scarcely ever leaves him and is destroying him. I begged your disciples to drive it out, but they could not. What a travesty this man is, that this man is in. His son is suffering, unbeknownst to anyone else. Through no fault of his sons, through no fault of his, tragedy of life has stricken him as it sometimes strickens us. 
when we didn't do anything wrong, but we take heat from somewhere. When we didn't mess anything up, but we were fired or laid off from our job. When we studied all night, but we still didn't do well on the test. Many times in our lives, we, we come across obstacles that we had nothing to do with. And at that point, we start to look, we start look to, to look for help. We look to our friends, we look to our family, we look to the doctors, we look to the people that the world says can help us. And when they don't have the answers, when they don't have the answers that truly fix us, what do we do? We're panicked. We're like this man with this son. We're lost. We're panicking. We don't know where to turn. Maybe, just maybe, we could have turned to Jesus first. Maybe, just maybe, he could have turned to Jesus first. He wouldn't be so panic-stricken. His son would already be healed. But like lost sheep, we don't quite understand. And what is Jesus' first response to this man? His first response to this man says, and I quote, you unbelieving and perverse generation. Unbelieving and perverse are the two words he describes this generation. How long shall I stay with you and put up with you? He's chastising this man. Why did you go to everyone else first? Why did you go see the other doctors first? Why did you even go see my followers first? When I'm here, I stand here ready to heal. I stand here ready to do good works. I stand here ready to solve your problems. All you have to do is believe in me. Come to me. Pray to me. And I can solve your problems. And that's how we find ourselves. Looking everywhere for the solution. Looking everywhere for the answers. All over this earth. When the, when the answers don't reside here. The solutions to our deep and darkest problems. Our deep and darkest challenges. The things that ail us. The things that keep us up at night. The things that give us anxiety so we can't sleep. The things that cause us to stay at home instead of go out into the world. Those things can be solved only by Christ. Come to Him first. That's what Luke 9.37 says. Come to Him first. Because we all know what happens after that. The man brings him the boy. And Jesus heals them, just like that. And they were all amazed. They were all amazed at the, at the greatness of God. That's the same thing that will happen to you. That's the same thing that can happen to you. Stop searching up and down. Stop looking for the quick win. Stop looking for quick answers here on this earth. Someone to tell you what you want to hear so then it makes you feel better in the short period of time but meanwhile never solves the actual problem. That's on us 
That's on you. If you fall into this trap, if you are one of these people that searches the world up and down trying to look for answers, look for a better way because you feel depressed or you've been fired from your job or you don't you, you can't get along with others and you have anger issues or you have depression issues or you have alcoholic issues. If you have drug abuse issues, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what type of problem it is because there isn't a solution. There isn't a problem that Christ is not the solution and he's not the solution for today. He's not the solution for the next 48 hours. He's the solution for eternity. And he will always be the solution for eternity. And as a Christian American, we have, to, we have to know that. So when you step out into this world today and you seek to help other people, because we should, we should seek to help those who have not. We should seek to help those who are ill. We, are, we, we, we should seek to help those who can't help themselves. But your influence, your guidance, your power can only go so far. The real solution, the real solution to any deep problem is Christ. Big, tall, large or small, Jesus is the solution. Every day of the week, anytime, 24-7, 365, he stands with his arms open waiting to embrace us that when we become so desperate and we can't find the solution only then do we turn towards Christ only then do we reach out to him only then do we say okay I I, I, I don't have I don't have anywhere else to go no one else has the answer for me so now I'll turn to Christ does he help Yes, because he always stands ready to. And so what happens when Christ comes through for us, when we receive that blessing, when we get that solution that we were looking for, that we were craving, that we were panicking over, that we couldn't sleep over, that was keeping us up at night, that was ruining relationships, when we got that solution, when Christ came through us, came through for us, what happened? Did we take the time and give him thanks? Did we get down on our knees and we thank, thank God for, for blessing? For receiving that blessing? For receiving that mercy? For Him having mercy and grace upon us? Did we do that? Do we do that? Only you can answer this, but I, I, I'm, I'm willing to bet that the answer is probably no. Because we fall back into the same trap. We fall back into the same trap that we did whatever it is that we did to make us succeed and then we turn back away from Christ. So we think that we did whatever it is that we did to pull us out of the problem that we had. And just like this man, after, after this man was panic stricken, after his son who, was, who, who couldn't function and nobody could help, he comes to Christ last and Christ helps him. What does it say after that? What does it say after that? After Jesus rebuked the impure spirit and healed the boy and they were all amazed. Does the father say thank you? 
Does he fall prostrate in front of Christ and say, thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, for helping my son when no one else could. Thank you for helping me when no one else had the solution, when no one else had the answer, when no one else, no matter where I turned, no matter what I took, no matter what pill, no matter what class, no matter what I watched, no matter what I read, no one had the answer except Jesus, except scripture, except Christ. Do we thank him for that? Do we fall on our knees and, and say, thank you, Lord, for what you've given me? I'm willing to bet that the answer is no. This man did not, and we probably do not. We fall short. So before I let you go, I would just like to say that, you know, pray to God that he opens your hearts to trust him and completely and in all aspects of daily life. Ask him to help you come to him first. Ask him to help you be reminded that he exists always and everywhere to help us in our daily lives. He's a, he is a active God. He intercedes on our behalf. Scripture tells us so. And today, when, when you get out into the world, when you restart your week, keep this at the forefront of your mind. Understand that no matter what comes at you this week, no matter what travesties, no, what, no matter what trials, no matter what tribulations, no matter what problems, no matter what obstacles, no matter what challenges come after you this week, Turn to Christ first. Turn to Christ first for the solution because he is the answer. He's the answer today and every day of the week from now until the end of time. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you guys, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up a Christian American tea tank sweatshirt or hoodie or a variety of other uh, of, of, of other accessories, Christian American accessories. Sort of, matter of fact, like I got the uh, Christian American coffee mug right here. Ring in the day right. All the coffee, whatever coffee you drink, tastes better with, in a Christian American coffee mug. So go to ChristianAmericanTeas.com, pick yourself up Christian American tea. Um, and as you head into this week, remember these words. Re remember, you know, Luke chapter 9 verse 37 and turn to it throughout the day if you need to to remind yourself about where to turn first how to be believing in Christ how to place your faith 100% in him and with that ladies and gentlemen until Wednesday when we continue down the uh, New Testament continuing down Matthew chapter 10 I want you guys to stay on fire for Christ Go out and do good works on behalf of him. Pick up scripture and read it. Hear the scripture. Learn it. Study it. Memorize it. Meditate on it. Think about it. You can't have too much of scripture. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. And until Wednesday, good morning, Christian America.